Hey guys, welcome back to the show. So before we jump into today's episode, there's a few different things that I want to share with you guys. The first thing is, is that I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart to every person who has listened to this show episode after episode. I really, really appreciate it to you guys who have left me reviews, gave me feedback, followed us on social media. I appreciate you so much. It means more to me than you will ever know. Secondly, I am so excited about the growth that we've experienced. We are in several different states. We also have listeners from several different countries. And for that, thank you guys so much. So if you have been following us on social media, you may have noticed that I posted a post a couple of days ago about relaunching this show. And I want to talk to you guys about that before we jump into today's episode. So first off, let me start by saying that the episode that you are about to listen to was recorded a few weeks ago with this new concept in mind. So if you hear some things, just know that, like I said, it was recorded a few weeks ago. So part of the relaunching of this show is changing the name of the show and also changing some of the content you guys are going to be hearing. So the new name of this show is In Real Time. That's real like R-E-A-L. And the reason why I named this show In Real Time is because I am a very transparent person. I literally wear my heart on my sleeve and I truly believe that there is healing in transparency. And the main purpose in the concept of the name and of this show is to share with people what it's like to live a life of a believer in real time. I feel like what happens is a lot of time we will see people's glory, but we won't know their story. We won't know what their process look like up until them getting to the point where we see them at. And that is what this podcast is about. I want to show people the process of becoming the person who it is that God has called you to be. So that is the main purpose of this show. And that is what I really want to share with you guys. So I've been podcasting for almost a year. I think it's actually been over a year now. But one of the things that I have genuinely struggled with is being consistent in the area of podcasting. When it comes to other things in my life, I can show up and be superwoman. But when it comes to podcasting, guys, it has been hard. And one of the reasons that I've learned that it's been hard for me is because it requires me to study beyond just reading my Bible. Like I'm one of those people. I actually love to read my Bible. I love to, you know, learn about the different things or, you know, get some new revelation and be like, Oh, I didn't know the Bible said that, or I didn't know that's, you know, that was there. But when it comes to studying the Bible for revelation for this show, it has challenged me and stretched me in a way that I honestly did not welcome. I was not prepared for it. I, I did not welcome that change. And so this show is something that God has clearly spoke to me about multiple times. And I have decided that I am going to be obedient because like I said, living the life of a believer in real time is something that I wish that I had seen when I first got saved. And along with sharing with you guys the life of a believer in real time, I also want to build a community 
a safe place where people can, you know, come and listen and share their struggles, their, you know, things they may be going through and their, their wins and all of that. And somewhere where they can find someone to identify with them and say, Hey sis, me too. I am a believer. I love Jesus. I am 10 toes down for God, but I'm struggling with this this week, or these are the things that I'm learning. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into in real time. guys welcome back to another episode of the show so y'all listen i am super duper excited about today's episode because it really has checked me in so many ways and i mean humbly checked me okay because we know when our father checks us he don't do it to hurt us he do it to you know get us back in order and so it's a couple things i want to talk about on today's episode So first thing first, let's go back to last week's episode and let's talk about it. Y'all, I'm not even going to lie. Like I really debated about going back and deleting that episode, whether or not I should delete it or leave it up. And part of the reason why I want to delete it is because I was in a place of honestly confusion. And I'm a little ashamed to say that, but it's the truth. I I was confused. I wasn't, I was all like, my feelings was all over the place. I wasn't sure how I was feeling. I said some things that I didn't really mean or better yet, I meant them, but it wasn't the truth. And one thing that the Holy Spirit is working on me with is speaking from a place of truth and not my feelings because how many of us know that our feelings are not always the truth. And so I really debated about going back and deleting that. Um, so I might delete it. I'm not a hundred percent sure yet. So yeah, by the time this episode comes out, we'll know for sure. But also in last week's episode, I did say some things that I truly did mean. And I knew that I was coming from a place of truth. One of the things that the Lord is really working on me with is being okay with not knowing every single detail with not understanding the vision completely with saying, okay, Lord, you said it, I'm going to start moving. And so that's really one of the things I have struggled with when it comes to this podcast. Something else about myself is that I've always been like a perfectionist. I've always wanted to be in control. And, you know, I'm one of those people that's like, oh my God, no, if I don't know how it's going to work out, I ain't doing it. And so God is really working that out of me. And you know, when you live a life of faith, you don't always know how it's going to work out, but you know how it's going to turn out. Okay. Hello, somebody. So this morning I was in prayer about Jesus in the boat with the disciples. And this, this story comes out of Mark four and it's where Jesus is in the boat with the disciples. And, you know, he tells them, Hey guys, let's get in the boat. Let's go to the other side. We got some work to do over there. And as they're crossing over a storm is just going ham. Y'all this storm is acting to food and the boat is being tossed around and they are scared for their lives. And the whole time this is going on, Jesus is asleep. I could just imagine Jesus now, like with his little feet propped up and crossed little hands across his little, you know, across his midsection with his fingers interlaced. And as, you know, as this is happening, like I said, Jesus is asleep and they're like, yo, Jesus, you don't see this. Are you not concerned about us being like killed? And Jesus is like, y'all peace be still talking to the storm. And he looks at them and he's like, 
oh, you of little faith. Like, basically, like, have you not learned yet who I am? You know, we got other stuff to do. Y'all ain't about to die. It ain't your time. And it, it really spoke to me because what they were saying was Jesus was in a, a uh, he was seated in a place of being unbothered. And this, these past two weeks, I have been receiving so much mental warfare. And what I have allowed that warfare to do was remove me from my seat of being unbothered. Because here's the thing. When God speaks a word to us, you best believe the enemy is going to come in behind us trying to get that thing up out our spirit. Try to get us thrown off. Try to get us to not believe what the Lord said. Try to feed us lies. But we have to be like Jesus and be unbothered even in the midst of a storm because we're holding on to what our father said. Okay, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. So let me back up. So I said, you know what? I love that story. I feel like I need to share this on my podcast and I'm going to go back and read the full chapter of Mark four. So as I was reading Mark four, there is a couple of different parables in this chapter. And it's so amazing how the Bible is because all the parables in Mark four all lead up to this parable about Jesus in the boat. And it all basically says the same thing. And so the first parable in the in the chapter, it's the a parable of the four soils. So it says, listen, behold, a sower went out to sow and it happened as he sowed that some seed fell by the wayside and the birds of the air came and devoured it. Some fell on stony ground where it did not have much earth and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched. And because it had no root, it withered away and some seed fell among the thorns and the thorns grew up and choked it and it yielded no crop. But other seed fell on good ground and yielded a crop that sprang up, increased and produced some 30 fold, some 60 and some 100. And it says, and he said to them, he who has ears, let him hear. So basically, as I was reading this, what the Holy Spirit was revealing to me and guys, this is a parable that I have literally read and heard a thousand times preached, talked about all that. But this time it resonated with me differently. And basically what the Lord was showing me was how the soil is like our souls. It's like our hearts. And if the Lord sows some seed on your ground and it has nothing there, if it falls by the wayside. Birds are going to instantly come eat it up because you don't have ears that really want to hear. Your heart is not in a position to really receive what the Lord is telling you. And again, if he sows some seeds and your heart is like stony ground, your soil is like stony ground. It's going to take a little bit of root, but as soon as trouble comes, as soon as the storm comes, as soon as your boat starts getting tossed to and fro, it's not going to go anywhere because it didn't take, it didn't have any room to take root. So it's going to spring up a little bit, but it ain't going to go nowhere. And so just like the third soil, if the Lord sows some seed in your soil and it's full of thorns, again, the seed is not going to go anywhere because the thorns are going to choke it out before it even has a chance to mature. And the thorns in this parable represent life's cares such as bills, health problems, anything that is contradictory to what the Lord has already spoken about your situation. So let's say hypothetically, the Lord promised you to start a car dealership and that was going to be one of the ways that you were going to provide for your family. But then all of a sudden, all of a sudden something happens and 
cars are no longer selling like they used to, or that's what the, that's what they predict. And you'd be like, you know what? I'm not going to go into this business because they've already predicted that the market is not going to do good in this area. So I'm not going to sell cars. But what what you don't know is that even though everybody else might have not been doing good, you may have been doing good because the Lord's hand was on you. And so now you have aborted your promise based upon some feelings and because your ground was full of thorns. And so the fourth soil, which is good soil, it says the seed was planted, the seed was sown and the seed yielded a crop that sprang up and it increased and it produced it said it produced some 30 some 60 and some 100 fold and so this is the ground that i pray that all of our hearts get to and this is the ground where when that seed is sown the heat can come the thorns can try to come the birds can try to come Anything can try to come, but because that seed in that plant has rooted so well that nothing can move it. And that's why the Bible talks about us being planted like a tree by the water. And this really spoke to me because, like I said, this past week, I had been receiving so much warfare and I allowed the warfare to almost knock me out of my place of being unbothered because my soil wasn't good. And if I'm being 110% transparent, I wasn't pressing into God's presence like I should have been. You know, I allowed myself to get busy, not make time for it as much as I could. And I was still reading and praying, but I just wasn't being as intentional with it as I should be, right? It's like, if you know a war is coming, you're going to spend extra time at target practice. And I just was not doing that. I was not being as intentional with my quiet time as I should have been. And so when the storm came, when the heat came, then my seed was easily choked out by life's cares. And it almost caused me to abort the mission which God has set before me. And I'm so, so grateful that the Lord loves us enough to show us over and over again. And so as I began to read more into this chapter, there's a parable that talks about the growing seed. And guys, this is good. This is going to be coming out of Mark 4, 26. And it reads, and he said, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground and should sleep by night and rise by day and the seed should sprout and grow. He himself does not know how for the earth yields crops by itself. First the blade, then the head, after that the full grain in the head. But when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. And this was so good to me because it says that the man scatters the seed on the ground and then he goes to sleep. He goes to a place of being unbothered and it ripens and he's like, how in the world did this happen? And God is basically telling us in this scripture, Jesus is saying in the scripture that the seed, the earth will do the work for you. God has created the soil to do the work for you. Now, don't get it twisted. When I say work, I don't mean that we are absolutely supposed to do nothing. But what I mean is that when the Lord has given us a word, when he has sown that seed into our soil, only thing we need to do is have faith and believe. 
We just need to remain in a space of being unbothered about life's cares, of being unbothered by the heat and and being unbothered by the stones. We need to make sure that our soil is deep enough to handle what it is, to cultivate what it is that the Lord has planted. And how do we make sure our soil is, is good soil? I am so happy you asked. Basically, we need to develop our faith. And the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So that means that we need to be in our word. We need to be spending time with the Lord. We need to be sitting at his feet because the Bible talks about how the secret place of the most high is a shelter. And I'll be sure to link all these scriptures in the description. Um, But it talks about how, you know, The Lord is our safe place and we need to put on the full armor of God daily. And part of that, like I said, is spending time in the word, sitting at our father's feet, getting girded up with the truth of God. And then in the next parable, Jesus goes on to say, to what shall we liken the kingdom of God or with what parable shall we picture it? It is like a mustard seed. And he goes on to talk about how this mustard seed is sown. It's an itty bitty seed. It's so small, but once it's grown and it's mature, it is bigger than all of the other herbs. And I've never grown mustard seeds, um, but I have grown mint. And if you guys know anything about gardening, mint is one of those things that if you just plant literally one mint, it is going to produce and it will take over your whole entire yard. I mean, it, it will go crazy before you know it. you'll look up and you don't have grass anymore. You have mint. So that's kind of what I picture when he talks about this mustard seed. And so again, when we talk about, you know, remaining in a place of being unbothered, being like Jesus was in this boat with the disciples, we need to ensure that our ground is good by Staying at the feet of the Lord, making sure our faith is being cultivated. So when the time comes and the Lord sows that seed into our soil, it has room to grow up and become what the Lord said that it was supposed to be. And there are some other scriptures that came to my mind as I was reading this. And one of them uh, says it's a scripture that says he who has begun a great work in you is faithful to perform. And that scripture came to mind when I was reading the part about where the farmer sowed the seeds and he goes off and he goes to sleep and wakes up and he's like, oh my God, how did this happen? And then there's another scripture that came to my mind where it says, uh, God is not a man that he should lie. And, you know, it's like when life's cares come in, like the, the thorns in the soil, we have to remember that God is not going to tell us a lie. His word will not return unto him void. Do not allow the enemy in this season to have your mind going left, right, up and down, trying to figure things out, aborting your mission, aborting your calling, aborting your promise because you are not remaining in an unbothered space because your faith is not where it should because your soil is not where it's at. And remember, your faith does not have to be the biggest. It only needs to be the size of a mustard seed. All you have to do is go and sit at your father's feet daily, sometimes a few times a day. Pray while you're in the car, while you're washing dishes. Be prayerful that the Lord will help your mind stay on him so you can remain again in the seated place. You can remain unbothered and that your faith will be cultivated. 
So guys, that wraps up the first official episode of In Real Time. Go ahead and hit that like button, share this show and subscribe. Be sure to follow us on social media and check the show notes for all of the scriptures mentioned today, as well as our new social media handle. Until next time, guys.